What is up, everyone? And uh, oh my goodness, it, it unfortunately it seems like we start off with um, this kind of news a lot, uh, too much, too much, too much, too much. Um, we are, of course, um, sending our thoughts, sending our prayers out to the family of Jim Crockett Jr. Um, as you could see, um, just instrumental. Uh, in many aspects of wrestling, especially the NWA and what he brought to that. I mean, you you can you can associate with him with Ric Flair. You can associate him with the Four Horsemen. Um, so many names that this man brought to the forefront um, in the NWA and and many many other things that he did in his career and a great career he had. Um, of course, the, you guys that have watched uh, NWA when NWA was on last year, they had of course they were going to have the Crockett Cup before all the of the COVID thing happened and they had it the year before as well. And that is who that, you know, this is named after. So um, again, uh, an, another sad day for the wrestling business. Um, and just, you know, again, like I said, uh, Jeff and myself's thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends. Jeff, I know you watched more, uh, you know, NWA um, than I did because up north we just didn't get it as much. So um, this, this was really, really big for uh, a big loss for the NWA family. Yeah, I mean, a big loss for the NWA family and uh, obviously uh, Jim Crockett promotions before it became uh, WCW eventually. But uh, for me, I really grew up uh, on Jim Crockett promotions and WCW and NWA down south. So, um, this, you know, he was instrumental. His father was instrumental in the business as well. Um, I mean, and shoot, one of our guests very early on, um, actually got him into the business and that was Nikita Koloff. He yes. has a story yep. about how he went to Jim Crockett promotions in Charlotte and um, you know, sight unseen and they had him basically start immediately. Um so so yeah it's it's definitely a tough loss for the wrestling community. Um definitely tough for a lot of wrestlers and I mean the the family tree of wrestlers that he brought to us is just absolutely insane. I mean, Nikita Koloff, Ric Flair, Magnum TA, to to throw out another name that doesn't get thrown out enough. Uh, you know, just he did so much for the business and honestly um, had a lot to do with how the business is run today. Uh, a lot of the foresight that he had back then, you know, kind of shaped what, you know, what's going on today. So I uh, definitely want to give our thoughts and uh, and keep him and his family in our prayers. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, you know, when you lose somebody like this that meant so much to the wrestling business, it's always tough. And uh, it just seems like, wow, you know, between last year and this year, we've lost so many names in the business. Um, I, you know, you come you come around to when they have like a, a award show and things like that, and they always have like an in memoriam thing. And it'd be nice if they if someone would do like something like obviously the companies don't all do theirs all together because they would never get together to do something like that. But it would be nice if like you'd have almost like a little memoriam show from someone that would just show like, uh, you know, all the people that we lost. It's, it's really, really been a tough year and a half uh, for the wrestling business. So many good people that, that have passed on, but um, Mr. Crockett was not in good health. Uh, they, they had mentioned that he, you know, he his uh, you know, uh, I think he died from organ failure or kidney failure, something like that. And, you know, so he was not in good health for a while. And uh, so they kind of knew it was coming, but it, it doesn't make it any better. So, um, yes, definitely, like Jeff said, uh, big loss. And if you go ahead and, you know, look it up, look at, and I'm sure a lot of people are looking him up, you know, younger people that maybe don't know who he was, um, look him up on YouTube, check out some of the things that he's done, because like Jeff said, very, very instrumental in the wrestling business. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, Jeff, we have a bit of breaking news. Uh, there is a match set for Fastlane. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair uh, against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the titles at Fastlane. So, uh, mm. was just put out. Thanks to Sunny Wolf, she shared it. Um, was just put out on WWE's Twitter. So, we have our a title match. For Fastlane, very odd enough, it looks like they're kind of going maybe back that route with Bailey and Sasha because, of course, you know, they had the titles. So are they going to win the titles right before they have their big match um, at Mania? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it could happen. Uh, but, yes, uh, Brian Coleman brought it up as well. Yes. Um, Big Dan saying uh, Jim Crockett is a legend. I remember them showing the meeting where Charlotte was awarded Starcade 83 on the 2004 Flair DVD. He was the southern version of Vince McMahon. He was. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. Before I welcome people in, Jeff, I, yeah, I, Jeff, you know what? When I was driving home today, I I, uh, I had something bad happen, Jeff. I, I got in my car, and I turned on my radio, and you know what happened to me? You heard? You know what happened to me? Yeah. yeah. I got Rick rolled. I got Rick rolled in my car when I was driving home. I Right when I turned the radio on, never going to give you up, never going to let you. I, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a bad night. <laughs> I mean, the fact that people are still getting Rick rolled in 2021. I mean, uh, that's true, though. Yeah, I mean, hey, Rick, you know what? It was funny because I looked up the song, and as soon as I looked it up, I typed in never, the word never. And literally, as soon as I typed it in, first search, never going to give you up for the word never. So, I mean, dude, th this guy is going to be – and it's, I'm watching the 80s videos now on Vivo, which is fantastic. And oh. I see I see him come on, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this guy will forever be known as the guy who, like, Rick Rolls people. Like, uh, it, yeah, it's so funny. I did. I got Rick Rolled. <laughs> you got Rick Rolled, and, I mean, listen, that guy, depending on the deal that he signed back in the day, oh. he is raking it in. Because yeah. 
My goodness. You are correct, man. I mean, that's been everywhere. I think when I was playing Warcraft once, there was somebody that Rickrolled somebody in Warcraft. And I think it was one of the mods or somebody in Warcraft, like one of the technicians or something that comes and helps the gamer. And they actually, li- the guy's like literally talking to him and he's saying the lyrics in the, th- I'm like, oh my God, he Rickrolled the guy. Uh, but yeah, that's, I, so, yep, see, I got Rickrolled. Oh, uh, man. Well, uh, listen, guys, so let me welcome you all in. But before we do, um, let me go over some stuff. So, of course, uh, the podcast show is the last show for this week, and then we'll get back to things next week. And we've got a pay-per-view with Impact coming up next Saturday, uh, which is going to be huge. The card already is amazing. So don't forget to join us for that. Um, make sure you check out Tazzy's stuff, of course, on Friday, as always. Um Smackdown and stuff like that. Of course, and he'll, he'll have the after party, I believe. I know his stuff's kind of getting a little sketchy now, too, because he's got work. Of course, he's heading back to baseball. Baseball is starting. Uh, Joe is the only person to be Rickrolled every year for 100 years. I, yes, yes. I, you know what? I, and, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, all right. Uh, well, you know, we're going to have a little segment, a new segment, a little later in the show. That is going to be, we call it the lighter side of the ring. So every week on the show, um, along with Jesse Callen, of course, later on, having heard the jokes and stuff to send us out, we're going to come up with something a little bit that we kind of think is a uh, funny thing in wrestling. So we're going to have that this uh, on this show a little bit later on. But as usual, we have a ton of stuff. Again, uh, so many things to talk about. And uh, we are going to get right into it. You can see on the show menu there, as I welcome some people in, we've got the news, we've got sell or no sell, we got what to watch for, uh, we got our favorite moments, we got lighter side of the ring, which is that new segment I was talking about. And then, of course, we will end the show with Callen Corner and Jesse Callen. So, uh, all right, Chris, of course, is giving us food. Um <laughs> He's giving us the food, man. Uh, all right. Let's welcome in some people. So a Texas-based Razzlin fan is here. Uh, Buttersmark saying he's 73rd. Uh, Kevin Correa is here. Big Dan is here. Brother Nero is here. Rusty Shackelford's here. Cheese Whiz is here. Brian Coleman. Uh, Nathan is here. C Wrestling is here saying, yeah, we wowie. Sapphire is here. Uh, we've got Mustafa is here. Uh, we've got Jen Carter is here. We've got Kyle. We've got, oh my goodness, I'm way behind. We've got Jeffs is here. We've got, uh, James Chadwick is here. Hey, yo. Um, we've got Buttersmark is here. Jesse Callen is here. Um, who else? Who be? GJB Tazzy is here. It's an insider's party, baby. It is. DJ Kryptonock is here. We've got the big boy Dally. Hello to you. We've got um, Little T is here. Um, Let me see if I'm missing anybody. I think I might. Nope, we got Sean Rousset. Hello to you. Um, Of course, Chris. Put in his food uh, thing there right away. We've got Sunny Wolf is here as well. And I think, I think, Jesse said, I'll try my best to have some jokes at the right time. About time is it? Yeah, usually about 1030 is probably a good bet. Um, okay, so there we go. We've got a lot of news. Now, I know 
that a lot of people are talking about the mystery person who's going to show up at AEW. We will get to that. Um, we're going to have it a little bit later on in the show when we go to what to watch for. So the segment that we're doing, that's the what to watch for segment, because obviously everyone will be watching for that. Of course, we, if you didn't see it, the big show, Paul White, sorry, came on with his new shirt that said, and it, which, you know what? It's clever. It's clever. It's, it's, it is clever. I mean, no BS. <laughs> no BS. It's clever. I, I, you know, hey, it's clever. Um, and he came in and announced that, um, that there will be a contract signing uh, on Sunday, and that is going to be someone who could be a future Hall of Famer. Um, so we will see uh, what that is going to be. But we'll talk about that. Like I said, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, insiders should be given a word for public service. They allow us all to sleep good on a Thursday by ending with the Callan Corner segment. Oh, nasty, nasty. Jesse, you, Jesse, are you hearing this? Are you hearing this? Uh, Jesse said, the problem comes when I got to drive and pretty much don't have high-speed data. If you all go until 1030, I may be good, though. Yeah, we should be okay. We should be okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's get the party started, shall we? Um, what do we have uh, first in our news list, Jeff? So first, 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 NXT might be uh, moving to another night, Joe. Yeah, yeah, this has been kind of all over the news, and it's gaining some steam. Um, they, you know, it's coming from everywhere now. I know our, our good friend Alvarez reported it now. It's been in a lot of places. So I think where there's smoke, there's usually fire. The more you hear about something, it's probably going to happen. Um, and the, the whole thing behind it, is the the fact that um, Peacock and USA are contracting out sports. And basically what they're saying is, what this comes down to, um, is that they're not making the ad revenue on NXT that they could make on hockey. So they are going to go to hockey uh, on Wednesday nights on USA Network. So that is the big reason behind it. And usually when a, when a decision is made like this, it's money. And it really just, you know, there's really no, it has nothing really to do with the product with NXT itself. It's just a money thing. So they will be, it looks like, moving to Tuesday nights. The other thing we got, Jeff, was we got a little bit of a tease about a new NXT show. Yeah. Um, there's a show floating around the, the you know, called Evolve, NXT Evolve. Apparently they have a title already. Apparently they have a logo all set to go. Um, and so, you know, there, there's rumors around when that's going to be or what it's going to be. Uh, people are saying it's going to kind of be like a, you know, uh, before they feel that they're ready for the main roster of NXT kind of a show where they're going to bring up younger talent. Um, so you may be getting another NXT show and where this is going to be. Now, the, the thing that people don't know, and this is where, and then I'll let, you know, I'll, I'll have Jeff, you know, say his piece about the topic, but the thing people don't know. And this is what they're saying. If it does go over to Peacock and it's on, on like, let's say a Tuesday on Peacock um, and it's not on USA at all. Now kind of there are people that are talking that said it may be only an hour. 
which it boggles my mind. Like I'm really surprised by that, that they would go to just an hour show, but maybe if they're going with this evolve show, maybe they're going to do an hour of evolve and then an hour of NXT or something along those lines, kind of like we were seeing with underground on raw. Um, there's no, there's no confirmation of any of this. And WWE has not come out and said anything. Um, the move is supposed to happen sometime in uh, April after mania. So that is when that, you know, I'm sure as time goes by and enough stuff gets leaked, you'll hear more about this, but it does look like NXT is going to move uh, to Tuesday nights. Um, and we'll talk after uh, Jeff mentions uh, Jeff. I mean, this is, this is going to be big for AEW. This is going to be big for, unfortunately, it's going to not be so great for impact. Um, uh, so th there's a lot of missing and moving pieces here, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot of dominoes that will fall once this happens. Um, uh, you know, and I, big Dan kind of stole my thunder. I was going to go here, but if I were WWE and if I were triple H, I would have one to two big-time NXT matches on Monday nights. Mm. I just would because it would break up the monotony of Raw. Uh, even though it's been better, I, I got to give credit where credit is due. But, um, you know, it would break up a little bit of the monotony. It, it'd be a change of pace. Uh, but, you know, what it would also do is highlight some of those bigger matches and give folks a reason to tune in to Peacock the next night. Um, that would be a huge thing that they could do uh, going forward. So, um, but, but yeah, I mean, but it sucks for impact. It sucks for, um, for NWA who we'll talk mm. about in a little bit, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's the nature of the beast right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, a few years ago, we had not much at all for wrestling. Now we are getting to the point where we are overloaded and it's going to be really hard for people to watch all this because, man, you've got there's just so much going on right now. I mean, think about it. You may have three wrestling shows until something happens with Impact where maybe they decide to move. But you know, what is with Thursdays? Like, why don't people like the day Thursday? I don't get it. Why does everybody stay away from Thursday? What is it? Like, is, is there something with Thursdays that everybody hates? Um, I, I don't understand. Move things to Thursday. Um, but, yeah, like, there's just so much. I mean, it's going to be so hard to, fi like, to find the time to watch all this show. Jody's representing at work. Jody said she wore her insider shirt today at work. Jody representing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I know some of you out there do have some insider shirts, so thank you for representing the insiders. That's amazing. Um, so, but, yeah, it's it's – yeah, I, I, it's going to make everything crazy. And this is, it is really getting tough to watch all this stuff. It really is. Um, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, like Jeff said, that's a that is a very good idea. They could use that third hour of Raw, um, at, which ends up becoming a sticking point for the show. And a lot of people said that they should really get rid of the three hour Raw and go to two. Yeah, why not throw in a couple of NXT things at the very end and let it carry over, and then you're going to want to kind of watch. I mean, geez, Jeff, they can even – people were even saying at some point they can have – they can start a match 
And I mean, how many times have we seen WWE where you they continue a match? You mm. can kind of do that too. You could start it on Raw and yeah. then continue it into NXT, and you definitely get people coming back. Imagine that Adam Cole, what was it, that triple threat match? Oh, I think yeah. imagine they would have ended like not ended it where they didn't continue that like the next day. I mean, people would go and watch that. They you'd have a ton of people. So that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I don't know if they'll run it that way, but yeah, that's a that's a good idea. Um, but I still don't understand why people hate Thursdays. Uh, King is here. Hello, King. How are you? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Like, what, what do people have against Thursdays? There's nothing. There's literally. Well, then again, that's not going to be good for us either. No. <laughs> for the very reason we're right here now. Because if somebody ends up moving to Thursday, well, there goes that, and we'll have to move our show, uh, which sucks too. So I, I, man, I don't know. It's it's crazy, it's crazy. There is so much content out there, man. It, it, you cannot, as a wrestling fan, complain. There are so many things to watch, and now you're getting another show. For, you got another show from AEW. You're getting another show from NXT. Um, uh, there, there is so so much to watch. Um, I guess Triple H does like to work Tuesdays after all, despite Heyman saying otherwise. Joe, maybe Impact moves to Thursdays, but I think they will highlight the AEW crossover a lot more to combat NXT. Um, Impact was on Thursdays, I think, and Jeff could probably confirm that better than I could. But I think someone did tell me that Impact had been on Thursdays at some point. So I don't think they're going to want to compete with it. I really don't. Um, I know that they're on a smaller network and stuff like that, but I think they enjoyed having that night all to themselves and, you know, they kind of flourished there and I don't think they're going to want to go up against NXT. So I do think that they'll look into it. The whole point of it is though, is how, you know, again, it's big business. So how are you going to be able to move on access TV? Is that going to be possible for them? And does access have the ability to just move it? Um, or are they going to want to? So, it's, it's going to depend on what they want to do. And I'll throw this in, too. If I mean, if we really want to talk about pairing things up, um, if I were Impact, what I would do, I'd move to Wednesday. I'd go on from, I don't know, from maybe 6 to 8 and lead into AEW. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Because if you really want to highlight that that partnership, and the forbidden door. That's uh, true. Lead, in, lead into each other. Yeah. You know, that's the best way. If you if AEW is really serious about helping impact and vice versa, why not do that and lean in to, to AEW? Hey folks, go go watch AEW on on TNT or at the end of uh, AEW Dynamite. It's like, hey, if you want to see what happens with this, tune in to uh, Access TV and catch the beginning of Impact. You know that kind of yeah. Thing. That's a great shout. Yeah, that's a great shout. And you know, maybe it'll. It, that's a good good point because maybe that will point out that there really is something going on with those two companies behind the scenes. If that happens, because you know, is AEW going to want to? If they if there really is something going on where. You know, did Khan really buy Impact? If that is the case, he's not going to let it hung out to dry on Tuesday nights going up against NXT. So that's a good point. So something to watch. 
something absolutely to watch. So uh, more on this, obviously, to come. Uh, again, no confirmation anywhere. It, it you know Right now, it's just a lot of rumors, but it is gaining a lot of steam, and a lot of people are talking about it. So keep your eyes open. Uh, but, but it looks like uh, the Wednesday Night War uh, is coming to an end. So we'll see. All right, Jeff, what have we got next? All right, man. So obviously – Big, 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 big stuff happening Monday night. Bobby Lashley is now your WWE champion. Yeah, this was really, um, this was big. Uh, it really was. Um, yeah, you know, from um, when you go back, at least to this reign or the, this, you know, the um, the stint that Bobby Lashley's had in WWE this time around. Um, yeah, you know, he started with that awful storyline. You know, he had that thing going with Lana and stuff like that, which was terrible. Um, and now he's come to the culmination of, uh, of of winning that title, of course, MVP pulling him. And think all the way back. This fascinated me, and I told this to Jeff. Think all the way back to that Lana storyline and when MVP came out and saved him and brought him out of that storyline. I mean, this this is, again, this is long-term storytelling. Like, this is, re you know, remember when these guys were going underground and they were beating everybody up in underground and everybody's like, well, you know, what the hell's going on with the Hurt Business? Like, what, what you know, okay, are they going to be an underground is Lashley going to be, you know, doing this thing. And look, this could have been developed over a long, long time. And then Bobby just comes out, man, Bobby looked tremendous in this win. It was a squash match. It was a squash match against the Miz. Uh, think about that. The Miz is, listen, he's who he is. You may hate him, but he's been around for a long, long time. He's well-respected. Um, and man, he got squashed, but he tried to get two shots in on Bobby and it, Bobby just kind of looked at him like it didn't even hurt him. Um, so it, this was a really cool moment for him. Um, people are asking, you know, is he turning face? Is he, I, I don't think so. I think, the Hurt Business was always kind of a tweener group to me because remember when they were going after Retribution? Yeah. Um, they were – so, you know, I think they're always kind of a tweener group, and I think they can they can go with that, go with that either way. But um, really cool to see Bobby winning. Um, he did talk actually to some reporters. I think it was Ryan Satin um, about retirement um, after this. So you know, he came out and said he's go. He, he said I'm 44 years old, which astonishes me. Um, the man does not look that old. And when I heard that he was that old, I'm like, wow, I, I had no idea. Um, and so, you know, but he came out and he said, I don't know how long I'm going to have left, you know, maybe four, maybe, maybe five good years. So, you know, I've got to take advantage of this. Um, and of course now the rumors are flying. So who is going to be next? Is it going to be him and Drew more than likely? Does that happen in fast lane? Maybe. And then do we see Mr. Lesnar show up? in some way, shape, or form to either break that match up so that there's a no decision, and do we see a triple threat at Mania? I don't know, um, but this is pretty exciting. And you know what? I don't even know that. Listen, I love Drew. I thought Drew was amazing over the past year for you know the COVID year. I thought he did a great job. Uh, I thought he looked great, though I don't know that, that they should take the belt off Lashley that quickly. Um, there's some really good, somebody put a list out and I, I can't recall their name now, uh, but somebody put a list out that I read today. That was the top like six or seven feuds that they could have with Bobby Lashley. Um, you guys all love Bray. Bray was one of them. 
they listed Bray on that list and they said, imagine like, you know, Bobby Lashley going into wrestle Bray with all this, the, the, with the supernatural things that he's got. And the fact that Bray is a big dude, like, you know, two these two guys in the ring, you know, Bray's not going to just succumb to the power of Lashley. So they mentioned Bray. Um, of course they mentioned Drew, they mentioned Lesnar. Um, but there, there are some really Kofi Kingston, I think was mentioned. Daniel Bryan was mentioned. There's some really good feuds we could see Bobby in. So I don't, know that Bobby's just going to be a lot of people are saying he's dropping the title I don't know Jeff I, he, he may hang on to this a while, a while longer than people think yeah we're going to actually talk about that um in our next segment but um listen this this was such a huge moment um for me and because I mean this is only and I'm sorry to go there, but it's still a thing, folks, and I'm going to celebrate it. Um, he's the third black WWE champion. Yep. That's a big deal to me. Yeah. Um, I know it's a big deal to a lot of people. So that was huge. Uh, to see him go through his career as he has, as this huge monster, mm -hmm. and to never hold that title – I mean, it's, it's just like almost criminal when you think about it. And then he goes away. He goes to uh, to Impact, you know, and does his thing there and comes back. And honestly, and folks, don't get mad at me if you're an AEW supporter. I'm just saying. Think of how different the paths have been for the two men involved in that love triangle storyline. Oh, Night and day. Night and day difference of how the two careers have gone. Yep. While most people will say, well, Lashley only held the U.S. title up until that point and it feels rushed, WWE has slowly been building him up over the last year. They gave us Drew versus Bobby. I forget what what uh, what pay-per-view it was. Someone yeah. let me chat. But they gave us that. It was a really good match. Um, but the biggest thing is MVP. MVP not only resurrected Bobby Lashley's career, also Cedric Alexander and Shelton. <coughs> the hurt business has been so good for those guys, for all of those guys, for all four guys. But I mean, my goodness, MVP, if you didn't think he was a WWE Hall of Famer before this past year for me solidified that for him. So, yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I look the two guys and as people pointed out because Impact threw out that video of Bobby winning his titles. Um, that when he won it, Impact put out a video, and every single time, what was the factor? Every single time MVP was with him, every single time. So some people just really, really work well together. And a lot of people had, you know, their biggest thing, a lot of, a lot of people that were, you know, doubters of Bobby Lashley would come out and say, well, he's not great on the mic. When you have a mouthpiece like that, you don't need to be. And that's the whole point behind that. That's why they get people like that. That's why they have Paul Heyman with, you know, Brock Lesnar. He doesn't need to be great on the mic. He's got a mouthpiece and MVP is Bobby's mouthpiece and they just work very, very well together. And that's why when you saw, you know, you saw Bobby right after he won, 
come out on a video and say, you know, I, I am going to thank MVP uh, because, and, and I'm sure that's genuine. I'm sure that's just not him being in character. I'm sure that that is absolutely genuine. So yeah, congrats to, uh, to Bobby Lashley. Well, listen, um, I, and I know there are people out there that were Miz fans that were not happy. Uh, believe it or not, there are Miz fans. Um, but look, guys, he, he, the thing is, and you know, we go back to this too. He won the title, right? He used the briefcase. He won the title. I don't think the, I don't think many people thought he was going to be. He was going to hold on to that belt for a long time. Um, he he won the title, and it doesn't matter if you hold the title for three days or if you hold it for a year. You're a champion. He won the title. He's a champion again. And you know, yes, he lost. But look, I, I'm sure in his career, he probably doesn't care. And a lot of people are a lot of people already kind of knew that you know, that Miz was going to be involved with that whole bad bunny storyline. And that's probably still going to be the case. So, uh, but yeah, ab absolutely. Congrats to, uh, to uh, Bobby Lashley. And I, like I said, I, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think he's just going to come in. We may see if, if Brock does show up, Brock may end up pulling Drew out of that whole feud and Brock may end up wrestling Drew. And that may go a little further um, because, you know, Brock kind of owes Drew. So they might go back to that, and they might pull Bobby Lashley into a whole new storyline with someone else. So don't be shocked if he holds on to that title. Um, really quick piece of news um, as well. Apparently, the WWE, and I read this earlier, and I'm glad I didn't forget, uh, but the WWE has completely closed uh, down a lot of their um, kind of they, – they did what they call the lockdown for spoilers for Mania. Um, they were not at all happy that the Bad Bunny stuff leaked with the Miz and Morrison. They were not at all happy that the championship thing with uh, with with Edge and with Roman and with possibly Daniel Bryan got leaked out. And they were not happy with that Orton versus Bray got leaked out. So very very, they, you know, Vince apparently was not happy at all that this stuff leaked. Uh, so they are, they, they kind of said they're on lockdown. So all of these, I guess the writers from, you know, the background people, whoever's working there are probably on some sort of thing where they, they can't, you know, probably threatened with, I don't even know that they can't say anything about mania going forward. So, um, so obviously again, like I said, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, and a lot of this stuff got predicted and apparently a lot of it's true. Uh, so there you go. All right, Jeff, what have we got next? All right. This storyline just keeps <laughs> getting better and better and better. And, uh, yeah, Randy Orton Monday night. <laughs> Dude, uh, this was – this. I mean, look, we knew – we figured we were going to see something, right? Randy comes out. I was doing another promo. Uh, took a look at the screen. Watched himself when he started puking up the stuff. And then the next thing you know, Little Miss Bliss appears on the screen uh, with a little box. And, and I said on Impact, the box reminded me of Hellraiser, uh, that they played with that little box and that box that summons the Cenobites and stuff like that when people open the box. Um, so maybe they're kind of using that little bit of an idea where maybe she's going to mess around with that box and maybe open the box. And then when, once she opens the box that then that's when he shows up or when he comes back. Um, I don't know. I still think this is going to lead up to a match. I think it's going to be a match between Alexa and Randy at Fastlane. I don't know how they're going to do it. It's going to have to be cinematic. I'm sure. Um, so We'll see where it goes, but this has been uh, that man, Randy. 
in that segment, Jeff looked like a different dude. Like his the, the mustache looked different. It looked like he had like he almost looked like EC3 a little bit. When I took a look at the still photo of him, um, the mustache was darker and he almost looked a little like EC3 because he had they, the camera angle they used had had his face looking a little longer, had the jaw down a little further. And man, dude, the, the voice over and the laugh, oh, that was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. But I think, I think. You know what Jody, what Jeff have been saying all along. I what had been rumored for a couple of months. I, I'm pretty darn sure we're getting a funhouse match now. Where, how is that going to go down? It could be different. They could have part funhouse match and they could have part in ring. I think Jeff mentioned that it could be a little bit of both because they're going to have fans there. So it could be a little bit. Look, Florida. By the way, if you guys haven't noticed, I mean, some of you guys are overseas. Florida is open. They literally opened the whole state, the floor, the state of Florida, good or bad. And some people will say, well, that's really not smart, uh, but it is open. They can pack arenas there now. They can have as many people go as want to go. So they're going to have fans at this event. Uh, you know, so is it going to be a little bit of a mixture of the fun house? And then they will have, you know, they'll have them in the, in the ring at the end of it. I, I don't know, but I think it's pretty safe to say, uh, especially after those words were uttered saying, Randy, you are going to, you are going to, you know, pay for all of the, you're going to, you know, relive all of the things that you've done. Yeah, it just kind of seemed like we're getting a fun house match, Jeff. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people will, you know, especially those that didn't like it will have something to say about it. But I think this is going to look a lot like the House of Horrors match um, from several years ago. I think that's what this match will be because we've we've gotten the entire Firefly Funhouse match with very little wrestling action, just a lot of flashbacks and mind games, but I think this is going to be a lot different mm. uh, just because the storyline warrants it being different. So uh, I definitely think we're going to get something, uh, something that we haven't seen before. We, that's what we've been told. So I I'm putting my trust in that. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be, I think this is going to be insane. I know a lot of people want to see like a Randy versus Randy, kind of like they did Undertaker versus Undertaker, that kind of deal. I don't know if they'll go that route. Maybe they, uh, maybe they advertise uh, Alexa versus Randy, and she ends up, you know, summoning something, that, and then it's Randy versus Randy sorry. or a Virgin. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that happens all the time. Every to show. Me too. Every show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's I think, you know, we may get something from, you know, from that standpoint, but whatever we're going to get, just hold on to your seats because it is going to be absolutely insane. And I think we're all going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, look, this is all leading up to where I mean that this has been been told since December, um, and it's leading up to all of this. You got to go back and you got to think about everything. Uh, I got to tell you. I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous now. Uh, that Kyle art that he put out yesterday freaked me the F out. Uh, dude, I did not like it. It did not make me happy. Um, I am not. Uh, if, the, if they were the, 
what we're all kind of starting to think, and Jody knows this too, but what we're all kind of starting to think is that these little doodles that we see from Kyle are could be what Kyle talked to us about in his interview, and it could be this little this little notebook or notepad or art pad that we're never going to get to see, and we're never going to get to know how much of this was done when these two guys were talking about this whole entire story. And, dude, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if that is close to what they're going to have Alexa look like, dear Lord, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> I am in big trouble because, man, that was freaky stuff. That was some freaky. Kyle does some, Kyle does some like really good horror art. Really does. Uh, that other picture he had the other day of the of the boy with the you know kind of dressed in the the shorts and the you know and he had the devil horns and he had the mask on either side that he's holding in his hands was freaky too. But man, this this. That picture, and he called it the witch. And yeah. somebody brought up the point, Jeff, about two months ago, maybe more. WWE trademarked the name the witch. Mm. Yep. Someone brought that up. I don't remember who they, and credit to whoever did it. I, I did, Somebody told, I think it was. Uh, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Whoever sent that though, they they shared it on Twitter and they tagged us in it. So um, they trademarked the name the witch. Uh, so mm, here we go. Here we go. Um, it's it's going to be really interesting to see where this is going. Uh, Jody saying, "I know." Nothing. Um, XFL is saying, do Vin, does Vince try to pack the stadium for Mania? Or do you guys think he keeps it at the rumored 30K? He's going to have to keep – well, I don't know now because, Florida, like I said, Florida opened. I mean, I, all bets are off, so I don't know. I don't know. That's It's probably going to be up to him, I would imagine. Um, and if the Florida governor gave the okay to go ahead and do it, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to watch and see. I don't know. I don't know that anyone's going to be or anyone's going to want to be responsible for a bunch of people getting sick afterwards. So I, I don't know. Maybe they will keep it to where they said they were going to keep it because they can spread people out more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, though. Uh, Joe, not happy when women walk backwards. No, I'm not. Uh, and uh, yeah, no. We don't know. Tazzy's already predicting coming soon. No, no, we don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that. Uh, Rusty said they have to follow county guidelines. Yeah, so I mean that's true. It's all it's all based on government and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll see. We will see. But uh, I think it, I was going to say I think you know what we need to keep in mind. Maybe maybe they keep it to thirty thousand, but you have to think. If they set the field up a certain way, you can also spread probably another 5,000 people out on the field, depending on how they configure the entrance and all that in the ring and everything else. So True. Yep, that is very true. Vince is against cardboard cutouts. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, they they were saying that people were going to buy cardboard cutouts like they did for the Super Bowl. 
Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's against the cardboard cutouts. Uh, well, we'll see. But uh, look, I'm sure we're going to get more of this. Fast lanes coming up. Uh, we will probably get more to this story come Monday. Uh, Randy is probably going to be very, very freaked out at this point. And usually when that happens, when he gets backed into a corner, he will try to fight out of it. So I'm sure we may get something that Randy is going to come out and say, all right, enough's enough. Um, you're not going to do this anymore. And he might go after Alexa somehow. So we'll see, but I'm sure something else, I'm sure now at this point, we're going to get something every single Monday, every single Monday leading up the fast lane. So great stuff. Great yep. stuff. Um, Joe and Jeff, people uh, telling Rand that Randy can join the Fiend and Alexa Bliss, the same thing Jeff said last Monday, but we shall see. You never know. You never know. What I think is going to happen is, I think after Mania, I think they're going to give Randy a good vacation. Randy's been going and going and going all through COVID. And I think they're going to just give him some time off. Uh, and that'll be good because whatever Bray does to him, you'll get him off TV for a while. And that'll sell that even more. Uh, well, now, how he comes back, I don't know. Maybe he stays away until SummerSlam. We'll see. But, you know, I, that's what I think is going to happen. I think we won't see Randy for a little while on WWE TV. I think that's what they'll do. All right. What's up next, Jeff? All right. Our final topic in the news. We got a little bit of news from the NWA. They are returning with a pay-per-view on March 21st. And then they will be... Uh, reportedly back on Tuesday nights at 6.05. Yeah, the NWA family uh, got some good news. Um, they have been gone. Many people said they're done. Uh, you know, they lost way too many people. I mean, Thunder Rosa's been on AEW. They're, they're, you know, Thunder Rosa lost that championship. The Serena Deeb has it on AEW now. So then they were saying they're done. Well, you know, all this stuff came off of YouTube. People were saying, well, you know, look, they, they took everything down. Um, they're done. Uh, not the case. So they made a deal with Fight TV. Um, and their first show will be a pay-per-view the day of Fastlane. Uh, Four o'clock, I believe, in the afternoon. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I did get to hear Nick Aldis talk today on Busted Open. Um, he's pretty excited about it, saying that, you know, they have a lot of people that are coming back. Uh, I think they met, well, of course, the people that they admit listed that'll be in the pay-per-view is Thunder Rosa, Camille, uh, Nick Aldis, James Storm, uh, Trevor Murdoch, uh, Aaron Stevens, Pope. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting some people, but um but yeah, so they are getting some people back, and he said they are they have filled the roster uh, with some newcomers, so they will have some new people. And Mr. Aldis also teased a title match that he's very excited about that someone is going to get a shot at his title, which I'm guessing will be on that pay-per-view. A little weird to start out the way they are. They, I mean, starting off with a pay-per-view, it's 20 bucks, I think. Um, you know, no storylines, no anything like that. Um, leading up to it. So it's going to be a little odd to come back that way. You kind of think they might have reversed it and may have done the, the Tuesday shows first and went into a pay-per-view. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I, look, I enjoyed it. If they go back, and Mr. Aldis was saying that they will go back to uh, to power. He said power was a great show. They liked the format. They enjoyed the way it was. He said they're still a little bit behind the eight ball with it because they still won't have the crowds because you can't have everybody so close together and packed so tight in there. Um, so he said they're still a little bit, you know, they're not going to quite have that, but he said they're still going to keep it the same way. 
Um, and I think Dave LaGreca asked him, you know, well, what's going to get people to, to, you know, what's going to get people to watch the show? And he basically pitched it as, listen, you know, the, the new people that are coming in, he said, they're going to be given an opportunity to shine. And he said, and you know, you know what this show is about. The show is about a lot of promos. You know, you're going to have more than your fair share of promos that you'll have to do. And he said, so, you know, these people can come in, they could shine. And if they end up going somewhere else, so be it. But, you know, he said, we're going to get the best out of the people that we have. So look, I'm pretty pleased that it's coming back. Um, I'm going to keep, we're going to keep a watching it. I know um, you guys can go vote on the poll too, if you don't mind. I, I think only maybe eight or 10 people saw it. But if you haven't seen it, go on our Twitter page and please vote. Uh, because I did ask if there would be any interest in us streaming it. Um, I know we have impact on Tuesday, for at least for now. Um, but we'll see, you know, if you guys would be interested in us doing a stream, it's going to be a little bit of a tougher sell. I get it because it's not free anymore. Um, it's not on YouTube. So obviously to, to watch along with us, you'll have to purchase it. Um, so, but go ahead and just vote anyway, because I just kind of want to get an idea of the, you know, garnering some interest. Um, and we'll go from there and we'll see. Um, but, you know, look, I enjoyed it. I hope they do well. I wish them well. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I know there's there's a lot of people that aren't happy about the fact that they're charging for it now, but uh, they got to earn money. Yeah. That's the bottom line. They got to earn money, all Jeff. Can't, can't do the stuff for free. <laughs> They've been off for a year. And yeah. I mean, listen, Billy Corgan may be rich, but he's not Vince McMahon and Tony Khan rich. Yep. So, I mean, he's got to make some money somehow. Uh, I'm glad to see NWA coming back. Mm -hmm. I, I really am because it, you know, it brought back some nostalgic feelings with uh, power. And, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, it can be overdone. Or it can be done in the right way. And NWA did it in the right way with the uh, studio setting and everything. Uh, you know, I'm interested to see how much it will cost. Uh, good Lord, have mercy. Um, I hope it's not as much as they were trying to charge for those other yeah. events. But, you know, if there is some type of subscription where they maybe do go the Impact Plus route and maybe go like $7.99, $8.99 a month, maybe up to... 14 i mean I, i'd be you know i think i could possibly swing that but uh my goodness i just <laughs> i hope it's not too much because i don't want them to price themselves out of fans yeah. uh, just because of what you said how um how it won't be um i don't know i it, it just it will be a travesty because people won't they just won't watch it the same way that they did. So um, but I will say C just brought up they removed content from YouTube. Uh, yes, they did. Um, they did remove it from YouTube, but now it is all on Fight TV for free. Yeah. So every single episode of Power is on Fight TV for free. So you can go check that out. But I did not see anything in terms of price uh, of their um, of, of what's to come. So we'll just have to stay tuned with that. 
Uh, good night to you, Joshua. Thanks for coming. Um, I, look, I enjoyed it. I, I And say what you will, I enjoyed it. It brought me back to something I used to watch years and years ago. I liked it. I thought it was very classic-looking, classic feel to it. Got a lot of vibes from Saturday morning wrestling that I used to watch. I enjoyed it. If that's what they're doing again and that's what they're keeping it as, I won't mind watching it, but like Jeff said, they do have to be very careful and cautious with that price they want to charge. I get they have to make money. Everyone does, but they have to watch how much they're going to charge because, yeah, I mean, to make people pay, what was it, 10 bucks or something like that for those other shows when they were getting maybe two matches by the people in NWA, uh, that, that, that was just a bad move. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I that we're gonna have to keep an eye on it. Um, but in the meantime, guys, let us know um, that you know, like I said, if you would enjoy that. Um, again, what we would end up doing is we would stream it from like six when it starts. So from probably six o'clock to seven, it's it goes an hour, um, and then when that ends, we would probably take a little break in between, and then we would come back on with Impact at seven thirty. Um, so, and again, we don't know if impact's going to stay. We'll see. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so let us know, uh, go ahead and you can vote on that. I have the poll up, uh, please hit that up so that we can, we can get a good idea of whether or not people look, all I know is wrestling days used to stream it. Um, Jeff and I were two of the people who would go in there and watch. Um, and th the streams are always fun. They just always were. Um, it was a short stream. You know, you, you kind of got a good laugh and a good chuckle at some of the promos and some of the commercials and stuff that they would do. The fans always got involved. Now, they won't be there, but it was always a good time. So um, let us know. Um, let us know. All right, man. Let's uh, move on. And I got to say, man, even if they don't bring back all the fans, you got to bring back one. And, you know, Orange Santa. Orange Santa yes. has to be there. Yes. Has to be there. Okay. Yes. We, I we agree. Going. He, he's a friend of the show. So uh, shout out to Orange Santa. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good guy. Good guy. I had some conversations with him. And yeah, good, good dude. Um, and yeah, definitely have to bring him back. All, All right. right. Well, um, this is going to be a little bit different for people, but we've moved this up in the show. So, uh, Time for a little bit of a sell or no sell action. Are Go you going to ring the bell? Ding, ding, ding. ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good old Rocky. Love it. Uh, all right. Sell or no sell. Uh, well, we've already talked about this. Isn't that cool how this stuff segues into some other things? Oh, look how that works. Isn't that nice when things come together? Um, topic number one, impact should move to a different night. Jeff, I will let you start this one off. Uh, should they move from Tuesday now that obviously it looks like NXT is going to be there and they will be a fixture there? Uh, should they move off of Tuesday night? Sell or no sell? I love it. Jeff says to sell. I, I'm going to sell it. I think um, I think they need to go to Wednesday nights. I think they should go from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., lead right into AEW Dynamite, and really uh, play up that partnership with AEW in, in New Japan. Um, and that's another show that people forgot that's coming you know, at some point soon. So, 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 I mean, that's what they should do. Um, 
that's what I think will will happen. But uh, I definitely think they need to move to another night because NWA potentially NXT and Impact on the same night. Nah, nah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I have to absolutely agree. Uh, I'm gonna sell this as well. They need to move. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah, they have to go. Um, I, and look, they they've established a good foothold there. Tuesday was their night. Um, there wasn't a lot going on on that day. So now that you're gonna have three wrestling shows, um, yeah, no, they they've they've got to move out of there. Where they go, I don't know. I'd love to personally. Well, I don't know. I I mean. I guess I would love to see Thursday, uh, you know, but I, I, I'm, yeah, they've, they've got to get out of there. You're not going to want to compete with NXT. NXT is really, really, really popular. Um, and, uh, you know, they were competing, they were fighting with AEW. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's not going to be good to stay there. They've got to get out of there. Whether or not they do something like Jeff mentioned and they go back to an earlier time and started a little bit earlier, um, but they got to they gotta get off Tuesday. Tuesday just looks like it's going to be a lot of stuff piled in there, and there's going to be a lot of people watching different shows. And I just, I, you know... I just have a funny feeling that if NXT is on, that people are just going to not necessarily tape impact because it's not easy to record. If you don't have access TV, it's not going to be easy to record. And if people don't watch it live where they're going to watch on Twitch, they may not watch it at all. And so, yeah, I, 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 I do think they have to move. I think it's the, it's best for business. Yep. So, yeah. all right, man, what's next? All right, AEW's popularity will skyrocket once they're on Wednesdays alone. Solo no cell, Jeff. I'm. Mm, they had some opportunities in the past with this. I don't think so. I don't think that. Like, I mean, if you're talking skyrocket, like it's going to be, they're going to get a million viewers every single Wednesday. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I'm the, no. I don't think so. Mm -mm. I don't think a day matters that much. I really don't. I th Look, I think AEW has a fan base established. Whoever their fan base is and the people that are out there that love, that love the show, they are watching the show fairly consistently. Um, but they're getting, you know, they, they were getting like 700, you know, 600, 700, 800. You know, they came close to a mill a few times, but the only way, the caveat here is, the, and the only way this would end up being true is if there is absolutely zip on Wednesdays, nothing else for anybody to watch, and wrestling fans just need something to look at. Um, then maybe, maybe it will. Maybe it'll project them over. But here's the kicker. And Cody Rhodes said this himself. Cody Rhodes, when in, in an interview, was talking about that whole NXT thing and the move. Cody said that he does not feel that and that they are going to be left alone on Wednesday nights. So if that's the case, then that means WWE is going to have something else there in NXT's place. So maybe it's that NXT Evolve show. May you know? I don't think they're going to move SmackDown or Raw. But I think there's going to be something else. That, there could be something else there. And if Cody's right, then no. Then I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I you know. I don't think you're going to see them consistently getting you know a million and stuff like that. I don't think it's going to happen. 
I just don't think it's going to happen. Un, like I said, unless, unless they're the only game in town. Um, because, it, it, you know, just for the fact that you look at it from the standpoint of that if wrestling fans have nothing else to watch, given a choice, and this is even for, you know, people who maybe aren't necessarily AEW fans, do you watch nothing or do you watch a show that happens to be on? So, yeah. Um, what about you, Jeff? All right. The key word in this that hung me up from, you know, selling it or no selling it is skyrocket. Uh, and I work. And when we came up with the question, I worded it that way for a reason. So I'm going to say no sell. And here's my reason why. They've hit one million one time. Okay. Last night, they had one of the most recognizable athletes, entertainers of all time compete in their ring and go through a table. Okay. They didn't hit a million last night. They hit 900,034. Now, they crushed NXT, as they should. Because if you have Chris Jericho, MJF, Shaq, Cody, all these names, Sting, all these Big names. Show. Yeah. Big show. Yeah. Kenny Omega, John Mock. I mean, if you have all these names, you should not be in competition with NXT. Yeah. Based on what the two shows are. I got to say this. That was a heck of a debut by Shaq. He looked good. He did. I'm just saying, he looked good. Um, so, but I don't think they're going to skyrocket because I think, and I know people are going to get pissed off at this, but I think they've hit their peak in terms of the amount of people that they're going to attract. Because at this point, I think you're in one or two camps if you're if you watch AEW frequently. You either love, love, love what they do and everything they do about it, and people can call you whatever they want to call you. Because there are some people that just worship the ground that um that AEW walks on. Okay. That's just a, a fact really three camps. Then you've got the people who watch it just to see, okay, what are they going to do? Because what AEW has turned into is shock value TV. It's how, how can I wow people? It's almost like they do segments and different things for big views on YouTube later. Like they, they want to have these, clippable moments of the show that they can put on YouTube and get 2 million views or 3 million views. The Shaq thing hadn't done that at the last point that I saw it. So, you know, my thing is I don't think they'll skyrocket. I think they've kind of plateaued at this point. I think their current strategy of signings and the direction that it seems their business is going in, 
does it um, equate to sustained viewership sticking around? Uh, I think it's a flash in the pan model that we've seen previously. Um, but, you know, the the balance of power could shift on Sunday. And, you know, it all depends on who they get. If it's someone that, and I don't mean any, any disrespect, but if it's someone in the twilight of their career who's going to wrestle maybe five, six times a year, that's not going to do anything for your, for your fans that you need to – to attract. Uh, if you sign someone who is in the peak of their career and that is a Hall of Fame worthy, Hall of Fame caliber talent today and not 10 years ago or five years ago, that changes the balance of power. So it's all, it'll all be to see, you know, we'll, we'll see who shows up on Sunday, but you know, I, I kind of hinge it on that. If they if they if they pull a card where they sign another legend, not a fan of that. But if it's a person that is in route to becoming legendary, that's gonna that's gonna change things. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Um, we've got that segment coming up right after this. We'll talk about who we think that's going to be, and you guys can let us know who you think it's going to be. Um, so, yeah, good point. Um, look, there's supposed to be two big reveals at this pay-per-view on Sunday, one in the ladder match and, of course, this one, which I'll get to what my thoughts on that will be when we come up on that segment. So let's get to that in a little bit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, look, I again, I uh, – yeah, I mean, all great comments, and uh, I think it's pretty safe to say when you are seeing um, uh, when you're seeing a curve, when you're looking at a graph, and it just kind of seems steady. You don't see a lot of going up, going up, going up, going up all the time. You know, then you kind of figure it's probably flattened out, and you know, moving NXT are you know what? I guess what you're asking is ultimately. Are you going to get fans that watched NXT to watch AEW on Wednesdays? And I don't know if you are. I don't know if you are. Um, we'll see, I guess. All right. What's the next topic, Jeff? All right, man. Last one. Bobby Lashley should hold the WWE title beyond WrestleMania 37. I'm going to say yes. I gave this away earlier. I'm going to sell this. My reasoning behind it is this, and I'm not a Drew McIntyre hater. I get the whole thing where, and people are saying, well, Drew should have an opportunity to win uh, a title in front of fans. Um, I get it. I, I do. Uh, but listen, Drew held the belt for a good part of a year. Um, and you know, that's, that's a long time. Drew will never be out of a title picture. Um, he's never going to go back to mid card now. He's ne so he's going to be involved with it in any way, shape or form that it's out there. Uh, but I, I just think that it's time for a little bit of a change and changing things up on raw means changing things up in the title picture. Um, and, and I'm not saying that the raw stuff is Drew's fault. I'm not. I'm because you know Drew. Listen, Drew had a great run, but I think if you're going to really switch things up, I think it has to start at the top. 
And if you start at the top with Bobby having that title, you're changing things up. And and I think that, yeah, I, I think Bobby should have the title beyond WrestleMania. Uh, let's see what they can do. Let's get some new blood going after Bobby. Um, there's Like I said, there's a lot of things you can do here that would be fun to do. You can have someone in the Hurt Business turn on Bobby and, and want to go after that belt. You can, you know, there's a lot of people. I mentioned Kofi Kingston. You know, there's people on Raw who you can have go after Bobby. So, um, yeah, uh, see, said Drew winning at this year's Mania is so predictable. He'll likely be booed. That's not the WrestleMania reaction Vince wants. Yeah, that, that could be. I mean, people people get fickle, right? Fans get fickle. And sometimes when they when they want things to be a little different, you know, then they want it to be different. And Bobby can move on to a feud with Brock. If Brock does indeed come back, maybe he won't come back for Fastlane. Fastlane's a small show, so may, maybe he won't show up there, but maybe he damn well will show up at Mania, and maybe he will cost Bobby. May, you know, Think of the scenario, right? Let's say Bobby and Drew are wrestling, right? Brock comes out. Everybody's going to think, oh, you know, Brock's going to go after – Brock's coming after Bobby. Well, what if he goes after Drew? Mm-hmm. And what if he flattens Drew somehow, and then that's how Bobby wins – so of course Drew's not going to look bad, you know, because he got, you know, he got taken out by Brock and then they move on from there and then it's Brock and Drew. I'm not going to argue about that. I mean, then then you'll have Brock and Drew at SummerSlam. So, yeah, I think I think he needs to keep it. I do. I think they got to shake things up. I think Raw has to be shaken up. I think it has to change. Obviously, the the you're going to have different things happen after Mania, guys. This story with the Fiend and Randy is going to be over as well. So, where does Bray go? And what does Bray do? You're going to have new stuff coming on the Raw after Mania, so I think he needs to keep the title. Jeff, what about you? I love it. I'm going to sell it. I think he needs to keep it. Um, If you're going to have him drop it this year, maybe have him drop it at SummerSlam. Uh, You know, two two things I could see here. One, I think it's going to be Drew that he's going to go up against at Mania. I, for whatever reason, I think that's the case, unless, and I can see two things happening. I think just for shock value alone, even though it is, you know, quote unquote, just fast lane, I could see them bringing Brock back at fast lane because it's their first event on Peacock. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's true. And they want to get as many eyes on that product as possible because maybe they don't get the millions and millions of eyes they do at Fastlane, but if they create enough buzz, they'll definitely get it at Mania. So, what better way to do that? You shock the crap out of people during Fastlane and get them invested even if they watch at Fastlane and they don't come back until mania you've you've at least built some some anticipation there on a on fast lane so i think that it's possible that that bobby could i don't know that he'll face anyone at at a fast lane maybe he does maybe he faces drew i don't know um but you know i could see him facing someone maybe like an aj styles yeah and, um, it's not it's not something that a lot of people are calling. Uh, if Brock comes back, then the, the rematch between he and Drew 
would be great as a mania match. You know, it could be a quick little match and then winner goes on to face Bobby at SummerSlam. And then you get that big, huge matchup because you got, you got to have something big for SummerSlam. So you could have that dream match against Bobby and Brock. Um, I hesitate. I really want Bobby and Keith Lee mm. at Mania, but I've got to see them do more with Keith before I'm like, okay, yeah, let me. And plus, he's been injured. So, you know, I don't know. That'd be a great match. Yeah, Keith Lee and, and Bobby would be a great match. Yeah, look, there's so many different combinations you could run, and yeah. that's why I said I think that that's what makes it interesting, and I think that that's what's going to change Raw up. Um, everybody was saying that you know SmackDown is so much better than Raw. Raw is the worst of the two shows, and the storyline that all, all of us pretty much agree that's keeping Raw going is the whole Alexa and Randy thing, and when that's not going on, you know, you don't have much. Well, now you do, and I think you have an opportunity to really change up Raw moving forward. So I, yeah, I think he's got to keep the title. I, I just do, and I think they've got to change things up. Going back to Drew, look the 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 rumors that the rumors that were out there that Miz got the title in the first place was that they didn't know who they were going to have Drew wrestle. And if you're in that kind of a corner and you don't know what you're going to do with your champion. Uh, where are you going to go with him if you bring it if you give it right back to him? What what's going to change? Where are you going to go? Are you going to go back to Sheamus? I, it, there's not a lot there that makes any sense. So yeah, I, I I think they keep you know I think that Lashley should hold it. Rusty saying Cross going into the big. There's going to be some NXT things at Mania. I have no doubt. I don't know what it'll be. I don't know if it's just going to be a championship match, maybe a women's championship match. I don't know. But there's going to be some things with NXT at Mania. I'd almost guarantee. I'd so almost guarantee it. On a takeover, starting that Thursday. Oh, they are having a takeover now. Supposedly doing a two-day takeover. Oh, so okay. It's going to be Thursday, Friday. Okay. It's going to be Saturday, Sunday. That's supposedly what the plan is. I don't know if that's confirmed, mm. but. I read that a little bit earlier that uh, that the plan is that they're doing a takeover uh, Thursday, Friday. They're going to do a two day takeover, and then Mania will be Saturday, Sunday. So, okay, yeah. all right. Well, there you go. If that's the case, then no, they probably won't have any NXT stuff on Mania. But okay, um, I, I'm down. Uh, wow, two day takeover, and then man, man, can you imagine four days of wrestling? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that's a lot of streaming. Um, hey, this will be our first mania. Yeah, mm, that's gonna be a lot of fun. It'll be our first WrestleMania stream. That'll be cool. Big party. All right. Uh, let's go to our next topic. And I believe we're gonna go back to that mystery person that's showing up on Sunday. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh what to watch for right now. So all right, very good. Well, of course, you guys all know uh, the weekend we've got AEW Revolution. Um, so the big talk last night was what big show or who big show meant. Who, 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 who uh, is going to be the person that's going to show up? Now, there are going to be two people. So one of them uh, will be this person that big show's talking about. And then there is another person that may show up during the, or that is going to show up during the ladder match that they're not announcing. So a mystery person for the ladder match as well. Um, so two people 
Shout them out. Who do you think it's going to be? The first thing I will tell you that came to my mind, and I know you guys always mention this dude, was CM Punk. My logic behind it, and I explained it to Jeff before we started the show, my logic behind that is a couple things. Number one, we know that CM Punk does not probably have a very good or very, very soft spot in a spot, <laughs> spot in his heart for Vince McMahon. Uh, and if that's the case, what better way? to screw over the dude that maybe you don't like than going to AEW. That's the first one. Second one, he has come out and said he wants a boatload of money, a money truck, quote-unquote, parked in front of his house. Who can park a money truck in front of CM Punk's house? Very easily, Mr. Tony Khan. That was the other thing that I thought of as well. The third thing is... He can bring his wife along for the ride as well. And he could show up and AJ Lee could show up. Both end up in AEW at the same time. So DJ Kryptonok, I see you. Yes. I, and I did not even see your comment before I said that. Um, so AJ Lee can end up coming into the women's division. Now, that could be a good thing for them. They look like they can kind of use some – Jade was impressive last night, by the way. Dude, Jade, I would love, love, love to see a match between Jade and Camille. Could you imagine if Jade and Camille wrestled it? Oh. Listen, I'll, I'll, throw you, I'll throw you another one, and she's right there in the same company. Her and Big Swole. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. They – look, they're getting some talent in there. Uh, just, just keep spotlighting the man. Keep spot. That match last night looked as if it was yes. You had Shaq there, but when they both got bombed through that table, it, it came down to the women, and the women, the women finished the match. So if that was to put Jade over, and that was to you know, and that was to elevate the women, yeah, kudos, kudos if that was the case, and it kind of seemed like that was. So I, I'd love to see more of that. Um, people in the chat are shouting Tessa. Tessa could show up. Britt Baker is now missing a partner. Uh, the partner that she was supposed to have is not going to wrestle, is hurt. Could a, could a female wrestler sneak in there as well? Yeah, Tessa could show up. Everybody was saying, where is Tessa going to end up? I don't think w, I don't think AEW would have any qualms about bringing her on. So Tessa could show up there. So yeah, shout them out. So um, do I think CM Punk? Now look, Punk came on and started this whole Ask Punk thing on Twitter today, which was ironic too because he, he doesn't usually does stuff like or do stuff like that. He came out with this hashtag Ask Punk thing, and people were asking him questions. And he said when he came out with it, he said, "Now I and he and he quoted and said, I am not the one." Okay. So then people were saying, well, if you're not the one, you know, who do you think AEW should bring in? CM Punk said, I think they should focus on the people they have there already. So, okay, I, you know, and then Dave Bautista came out and Dave Bautista said, you know, something about, no, you know, when wrestlers use the word retired, they should come up with a different word because they never stay retired. So kind of alluding to that he's staying retired. There is a whole list. Gary Cassidy put out a list. Other people have put out lists. There's a lot of people that are saying, who is this going to be? Um, I think this is what will happen. I don't know really who it's going to be. Um, if they bring Punk, it's going to make the internet explode. 
I could tell you that right now. The internet will light up and explode from this reveal because I think whoever this is going to be comes at the end of the show, very similar to the way Moxley came in, and I think he's going to sign a contract right there and then on the spot, and he's going to be thrown right into the title picture. Uh, whoever this is going to be, that's how I think they're going to show up. I don't know who it's going to be. Lesnar says Big Dan. There is no proof that Lesnar signed anywhere. There is nothing out there that said Brock Lesnar has signed a contract with WWE. In fact, if you look at some of the dirt sheets, they're saying that WWE is really looking into this new kid, and I don't recall his name, but this new Brock Le Yes, that, that they're looking at this guy. And it looks as if he's going to be on NXT pretty soon. So maybe he gets on that Evolve show. I don't know. But that, so does Brock Lesnar dig that? Is he liking that, that they're already bringing in a younger replacement for him? Um, Kip Clip says New Jack. <laughs> Imagine if it's New Jack. Welcome, Kip Clip. Uh, Kip Clips, by the way. Um, thanks for joining. Appreciate that. Um, I, New Jack, wouldn't that be something? Uh, people are saying Christian. See, wrestling says Christian. Yeah, Jeff was talking to me earlier about that. I'm not going to steal your thunder, Jeff, because Jeff mentioned that to me. Um, I don't know, honestly, guys, who it's going to be. Um, it, it makes for an exciting thing that's happening on Sunday because whenever somebody gets – whenever you get that little thing about who this is going to turn out to be, you just kind of hope it's not going to be something disappointing. Um, it could even be someone from New Japan. Um, if they want to insert that in, you've got, you know, you've got Omega with his ties to New Japan. If you want to bring somebody in and, be, and sign a person from New Japan, could even be that route that they're going as well. Uh, but I, I don't know. Could it be Could it be Kevin Nash? Could it be another veteran? Yeah. Uh, Ken Shamrock, people are mentioning, because he was talking to Tony Khan. Kurt Angle is being mentioned. There's a lot of things swirling around about who this is going to be. I don't know but I think it's going to end up being shown at the very last part of the show. And I think they're going to get inserted into the title who the ladder match is going to be. No idea either. I really don't know. Christian's a good call. Certainly a king of ladder matches. Uh, so yeah. And Christian has been cleared to wrestle and has not been shown on WWE TV since the whole thing with edge. And listen, if they knew he wasn't going to come back, you think maybe that's why they gave him that moment. And they had Edge and, and Christian have that little moment in the ring together. Was that Christian's last time in a WWE ring? Maybe. Maybe. But go ahead, Jeff. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you have any ideas about who you think it's going to be. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it makes for an interesting scenario for Sunday and who they're going to reveal at this pay-per-view. Um, I, I mean, for the latter match, there are a couple names that I can think of. One... I think it could possibly be Ethan Page. Yep. Azan just said that too. Yep. And, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see there. I think that's a lot of what um, a lot of what people think. I'll say this because someone just said it. If Paul White sold this person to us, as a Hall of Fame worthy competitor, and they trot Ryback out there. Oh, awful! <laughs> oh, yeah, don't don't even. <laughs> yeah, don't even. That you can't you can't literally even say that. Yeah, go yeah. 
Like I can't, e- I can't even say that without almost laughing. Ugh. Um, yeah, that, ugh. I think, I think it's gonna be Okada. Now, it could it be Christian? You know, there are conflicting reports out there um, that maybe he didn't sign that part-time contract with WWE. Who knows? Uh, But I think it's very possible that it could be Christian. But I think Okada. I think Okada makes a ton of sense. I'm not even repeating what Chris just put on in the chat because I'm not giving that breath. Um, (laughs) Hall of Fame worthy and – not Hall of Lame, but um, anyway, I digress. Um, I just think that it makes a ton of sense to bring Okada in because yeah. it gives the American fans a chance to see his greatness. If you don't watch, if you don't watch a lot of New Japan and you don't know a lot about Okada. Go check them out on YouTube. Just do yourself a favor. Please, 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 please. Um, but listen, there are some other names. Everyone's assuming that it's a man. That maybe, just maybe, is Paige. Oh, boy. Oh, that's a good call. Wow, yeah, that's a good call. We know. Look, guys, you all know that she is not, not happy with the, with that whole social media thing that WWE is doing, um, wow, that's a great call. I uh, wow, I would not have thought. And yeah, um, she, you know, she would deserve maybe to be called someone that would be a Hall of Fame. Wow, that's a good call. Good call. Just just saying. Yeah, but everyone think everyone is saying, man, you know, mm. what could. What could AEW do on Sunday to switch to switch the balance of power? You bring in Paige. Yep. <laughs> Kip Clip says, "Isn't Brian Alvarez a wrestler? I know you guys like him. Oh, I love him. He's <laughs> he's on my Christmas card list. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, but just think what I would say is think outside of the box. A lot of people are saying Kurt Angle, you know, think back to it. He's saying Hall of Fame worthy, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, my interpretation is um, this person is not in a Hall of Fame anywhere. Kurt Angle is in two. Um, so Christian, for some reason, isn't in the WWE Hall of Fame. If I were Christian, I'd be a little bit pissed about that, given everything that he's done for the business. So, you know, just. Yeah, good point. And the reason that people brought up Batista is because Batista, while he would have been in, he didn't get in yet because of the whole COVID thing, because they had no Hall of Fame last year. So that's another thing you kind of have to think of is a little play on words. Would, you know, how are you saying that, you know, a, a Hall of Famer, well, he's not yet because he's not officially in yet. So that's why. And and look, don't just be surprised if you know people are going to deflect. Even if you know what from what Punk said, I'm not the one. And from what Batista said, that doesn't mean anything. They can't spoil it. 
obviously they're not going to give it away. So they're going to deflect things. Um, Punk's name gets mentioned anytime there is a new, there's a new, you know, a thing about a rumor of someone coming. So his name get, gets mentioned all the time. Um, and the fact of the matter is everybody's so used to it being mentioned that when it, if, and when he ever does show up, uh, it's again, like I said, man, it's going to blow up the internet, absolutely blow up the internet. You will see CM Punk's name trending and whoever he ends up going with. Um, but yeah, it, it could very well be a woman. It could very well be a woman. And yeah, Paige, that's great. I did, I did not even think of Paige. That's a great shout. She, We all know she is not at all happy with those new rules that WWE has. So I don't know the status of her contract. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how long she signed. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it'll be it, it'll be interesting to find out what's going to happen on on uh, on Sunday, um, and uh, and yeah, for those of you who are going to uh, check it out, um, I'm sure there will be people that are going to be streaming this. So um, obviously, fans of the show enjoy it um, because this kind of thing is fun stuff. And, uh, and we will see who the big announcement is, um, and see where they're going to go. And, and, you know, you guys shouted out some funny stuff. You guys shouted out some serious stuff about uh, Paige or Mark Henry. Yeah. Mark Henry's another name that's getting tossed around. Um, that would be interesting to me only because they're saying that one of the things that big show, one of the reasons, well, maybe not a reason, but one of the things why he left was because he didn't like how they made him do that segment where he kind of bowed to Randy Orton in the back and kind of looked pretty bad when Orton came back and just kind of made him look like trash. Mm -hmm. And he also did that to Mark Henry as well. So, you know, would Mark Henry walk away for kind of similar reasons? I don't know. I don't, it, it's, it could be possible. DJ B Tazzy saying likes bike party. Yeah. Um, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our channel. If you are new to the channel, also please hit that like button as well on your way out. Would really, really, really appreciate that. Hall of Fame worthy says DJ Kryptonock. Think it's someone who isn't in the Hall of Fame or has been screwed over by WWE. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could be, it yeah. could be, um, but we'll see. Uh, is Paul White uh, Rick rolling us? I don't think so. I, I don't think they would be lying about it at this point because literally they would piss off a lot of people. So I I don't think they would be that that silly to do that. So, um, but all right, man, that's that. Uh, watch it. Of course, that you can see Evolution is Sunday, March seventh, um, eight o'clock p.m. If you guys are in an area where you can go to the movies um cinemark theaters are actually showing this um if you feel comfortable doing so um you can go and you could pay i think it's 20 bucks so it's a lot less than actually buying the pay-per-view 20 bucks and you also get discounts and stuff on food to go and sit in the theater and watch it so there you go if uh if you had no plans to watch it at home go and head to a cinemark there might not be a lot of people in the theaters so you might get a nice comfy seat with no one around you uh but yeah you could check it out for a lot less money uh, i think it's like 29 dollars less and you know, pay 20 bucks i think it's 49 or 59 or something like that so if you're a fan you want to go check it out you can go check it out at the movie theater so there you go all right what do we got next jeff i think we are at that point where we are going to talk about some favorite moments of the week we are. We are. We are at the point in time where we will discuss our favorite moments of 
the week. All righty. Well, there you go. You know, you guys know we do this every week. Uh, we do our top three favorite moments in wrestling of the past week. And uh, love this segment. It's a nice, lighthearted segment. Gives us the, uh, uh, you know, lets us reflect on what things we liked for the week. All right, Jeff, kick it off. What is your number three? My number three is... We mentioned it earlier, but it's AEW actually using a matchup between two well-known people to highlight two women at the end of the match. They have they have woefully underutilized their women. Mm-hmm. Woefully. So for them to to use that spot. I mean, that's the most eyes, especially from a crossover standpoint, were going to be on that match. Why? Because Shaquille O'Neal was in it. Yep. And they used that moment to highlight two women. And I got to give kudos to them. It, it was, it was great to see. You can, you know, you can say what you want to say about how well the two women in the match performed. Uh, both are kind of green. I get that, you know, not the most skilled in the ring, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to give that spotlight just to give that boost. That's an incentive at this point for those two to continue to, uh, to, you know, get better at their craft. So when they're given another opportunity, they can shine a little bit better, but I think it was great. I, I've, I enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, that's that's my number three. My number three. You guys are gonna think I'm nuts. <laughs> my number three was ODB standing tall in the middle of the impact ring, and she's gonna get a match for the title against Deanna Perazzo. Um, yeah. I love, man, I love me some ODB. I think she's great. I love her character. Um, I love the fact that whenever look when. Whenever she comes to the ring or whenever you see her out there, you can't help but smile. Um, and she's just that kind of character that just brings that, you, whether you're laughing at her, uh, what she's doing and the antics and her, you know, you know, her grabbing her boobs, whatever it is, you, you know, she's just, a, I just absolutely love her character <coughs> so much. It's making me cough. Um, but yeah. Um, I, I love that, and I thought it was a great uh, ending to Impact. I'm looking forward to the match that she has with Deanna. Do I think she'll win the title from Deanna? Probably not. But, um, look, I, I love the fact that she's there. Always enjoyed her character. I think she brings a smile and a laugh to everybody's, you know, to everybody and when she's out there. And uh, they they played that off really well as as it was Diana who attacked her in the back. Of course, they had that storyline leading up to that. <laughs> ODB is uplifting. Yeah, <laughs> she is in more ways than one. Yes, uh, yeah, she is. Uh, but I, I I just I just love it. I absolutely love what she brings, and uh, so glad to see her back. Uh, and I have have enjoyed her work on other shows, and uh, I think it's really cool that Impact is giving her that opportunity to kind of be in the spotlight for however long she's going to be there. Um, yeah. People can kind of come and go. You don't know how long they're going to stick around in Impact. Um, also, I saw you guys uh, mentioning yes, I don't want to forget about that, but really quickly, um, and um, Enzo and Cass. 
we don't know what's going to happen with Enzo and Cass. Big Cass looks really, really good. Uh, a lot of people are saying they're going to come back to WWE. I kind of don't think so. I kind of think it looks like it's they're, they're going to end up in Impact, I think, because they're really talking a lot about the Good Brothers that are pitching them. And look, Enzo's been on Talking Shop of Mania twice. So we'll see where that goes. I don't think they'll end up back at WWE, though. Um, all right. What is uh, Tazzy saying? Number three is the Impact Triple Threat Knockout Main Event on Tuesday. The Honor Perazzo versus Kiara Hogan versus versus Jordan Grace. That was a fantastic match. Give me, give me one second because uh, – Oh, your guest is that number two. What's your number two? My number two is that triple threat knockout. <laughs> Jordan Grace, Kiara Hogan against Deanna Perrazzo. My God. Um, technical issues be darned. That match was tremendous. And uh, – I mean that that is how you highlight women. That's how you highlight your talent. Not only that, but they had the main event to themselves. And boy did they deliver. Yep. That that was a pay-per-view quality main event on Twitch or Access TV. Yeah. And, and you got that. On that, I mean, just a just a random Tuesday night, you know, impact show where you get a main event quality match like that. And it was tremendous. It, I mean, we thought it was just going to be Jordan and Deanna and we were pumped up about that. And then they threw in Kiara and they all three tore the house down. So, um, yeah, that was that was my number two. Yeah, that yeah, that was absolutely a great match. My number two, Jeff, is your number three. Um, the the uh, the thing with Shaq and Cody last night. Um, you know, we weren't sure where this was going to go. You know, everybody was kind of saying, "Ah, oh, they're bringing in Shaq." The dudes, the dude. First of all, like Jeff said, Shaq looked. Shaq looked pretty damn good, man. I mean, you know, Shaq's been out of basketball for a while now. He's been behind an announcer's desk. So uh, he's had to go and work out some, man. I loved I loved when he took that chair shot. Loved when he took the chair shot and just looked at the dude like he was like it was a bee sting. Like he just brushed it completely off. Um, but the way that they finished that, both men going through the tables, laying on the ground, Jade coming over looking like she's super concerned and then all of a sudden just didn't care. Um, <laughs> but they they did what we've been bugging them to do and they spotlighted two women. So kudos. Um, please keep that in mind and please go forward from this. This could be a jumping point. Please continue. Please continue. You have great athletes in your women's division. Don't overlook them. Don't give them four minutes a week. Um, don't put them all on dark. Spotlight them. You have some great women there who can carry this, so spotlight them. The end of the match was great. Those women were, I mean, they both looked amazing at the end. And it was really cool to see that. And, and I liked it also, the camera work, because they did not keep going back and showing Cody and Shaq. They showed them once or twice, but then they focused on the women. They did not keep going, oh, let's go back and look and see what, what's going on with Shaq. And I want to know too, Jeff, Jeff, how the hell did you lose Shaq? How did Shaq get lost? How do you lose Shaquille O'Neal? Like, how do you lose that dude? He's, he's huge. How did he get lost? Where did Shaq go? Like, where, where is Shaq? 
I mean, you, I've heard of losing a lot of things, but a seven foot one <laughs> man. How do you lose Shaquille O'Neal? Because I, 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 he's yeah. just gone. He disappeared. I mean, did the fiend come and get him? Like he's just gone. He's he was gone from the ambulance. He's out. James Chadwick says Shaq is supernatural. Maybe he is. He just says he's gone. He just disappeared. You know what, um, you know what happened? Uh, Sting and <laughs> the hug backstage. <laughs> and, um, you know, now he has the power of, uh, you know, invisibility. Nice. <laughs> uh, no. Sting, oh. Sting is the wizard. That's what it is. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. So awesome. Uh, Chris saying, uh, what is this? I'm hearing WWE took off rock merch. Oh, my goodness. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Really? Mm, that's interesting. Are you uh, really? Did you confirm that? Chris, did you go literally look in the WWE shop and see oh, that? That's not. Wow. Uh-oh. Oh boy. Listen, if there are quakes made uh for promotions, if Brock Lesnar shows up on AEW, oh boy. Oh yeah. boy, will you have quakes happening then? Um wow. No, I did not know that, Chris. That is root. Oh, they took a C wrestling saying they took it off before. Said they took it off last year when his contract expired. Okay. I didn't know. I I don't look for Brock stuff, so I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have seen that. I really, I rarely ever go anything that I rarely go to the shop to look for much except for gray stuff. Um, so I, I really don't look for a lot of that. So I wouldn't have known that. Okay. All right. Well, crisis averted. All right, Jeff. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, what is, uh, all right. What's your number one, man? Number one. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Pretty darn obvious. Uh, Bobby Lashley winning the WWE championship yeah, because the man has been in the business for 17 years and while he held the tna impact championship um he hasn't he didn't hold the the title in wwe and i mean the man is a monster he's always looked like a million bucks give the guy mvp the formula worked in tna slash impact they did it in WWE, and it's worked very well for all parties involved since MVP has been back. So uh, kudos to WWE for doing this. It's a um, – it's definitely, you know, historic in the sense that he's the third African-American to hold the WWE title, and that means a lot. And, you know, it just shows – I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, it's just a wrestling storyline, but you have little black kids, black girls and boys watching the WWE and AEW and all these other um, promotions. And that's their dream. They want to do that one day for the longest time, unless you were in the Indies and some, you know, forward thinking places your your ceiling was mid card you know i mean with some guys it was in the wwe it was the ic title you know now that glass ceiling is no longer there 
that started with with The Rock and you know, then you get to Kofi. You think about Booker T. Mark Henry, you know, held, you know, the world heavyweight championship, not the WWE title. But, you know, that's that's where we are. And this gives those kids hope. Not just the little, you know, black girls and boys, but kids who maybe are from a different upbringing and they have had it hard. And, you know, people have told them they can't do certain things. This tells you that you can do anything that you put your mind to. Um, so, yeah, that's my number one. Absolutely. Uh, Brian Coleman says, my number one is the huge win by my girl in NXT UK, Zaya Brookside, beating Nina Samuels. Nina is now Zaya's personal assistant for a month, LOL. Look, I'd say that's what's cool. Everybody has their different moments that they loved in wrestling, and that's awesome. Uh, my number one, and I don't have to say much more about it because Jeff covered it so well, is Bobby Lashley winning as well. Um, that was also my number one of the week, um, pretty much hands down. I don't think really that there was much else close. Um, I think him winning that title was awesome. I think it was well-deserved. Um, he put in a lot of work uh, in a lot of really crappy things that he was involved in early on, and uh, we were privy to some of those. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and uh, and we both talked about it. We hope that he does have a long title reign, um, and I think it's awesome for many, many reasons. And, you know, like I said, Jeff just put it so well uh, as to what he said. And uh, whenever – look, whenever you can take something from sports – uh, or sports entertainment, and you could use it as a way to have young, like Jeff was saying, like young kids can watch that and say, that's really awesome. I want to be that person, you know, and I, that's that's really cool. Then you're doing something right. Um, so, yeah, uh, really, really cool moment. And I, I'm not going to really go on more about it because we talked about it a lot. And uh, But, yeah, that was definitely my number one moment of the week as well. All right, um, someone's birthday, Dalton Riley. Happy right. birthday, Dalton Riley. Uh, and I know it's getting late, guys. I apologize. We kept you a little bit long. We had a lot of stuff to cover uh, with all this news from AEW and, and a lot of other things. So I know it's getting late. We're, we're getting to the end here. Um, we've got our new topic and we won't spend a whole lot of time on it this is kind of just a little lighthearted thing to kind of get the whole thing prepped for jesse and i don't know if jesse's even in the chat so jesse if you're out there let us know because it's almost that time um to end have, the show with a smile have a little video bumper for this so here awesome we there we go The lighter side of the ring with the insiders. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, love the video. So there we go. This is just going to be a small little piece of our show every week where we're just going to talk about something that happened in wrestling. Now, a couple of weeks ago, it would have been my whole, my whole, da, 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 da. yeah, yeah, we talked about that on there. Uh, so this is just going to be some crazy stuff that happens in this wacky world that we all love. Uh, and this week, I think, Jeff, you have the topic as one of my favorite. I love this. <laughs> I love this so much. I love when you hear that '80s music playing in the background. Oh my god! If a, if a if a if a piece of a show was ever like made for me this is it like dude i i want you know what if i can get johnny swinger to come on not only our podcast but then to jump over and come on my 80s podcast i'd be in all my glory um dude 
this is hilarious stuff. And and I love I love how Impact does this. And and again, they got kudos again on Bleacher Report this week. And they said that, and they did this is twice now that they've said this that I've been reading the reviews on Bleacher about their show. And they had mentioned that they love how they do promos and they love how they do promos that keep people involved that aren't going to be involved at all. And it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Like instead of sitting them in catering and getting them completely off the show and you don't see them for weeks upon weeks, why not have them in a, in a little, in a little thing like this? Uh, and it started with Wrestle House, which I absolutely loved. And now it's continued into this, which is <laughs> Johnny Swinger's Palace. And I, I, like I said, I love this. It's a, it's a, it's poker, but you know, it's all rigged. You know, Johnny Swinger's making tons of money, keeps walking out with the roll of money. So they're cheating. Obviously, Johnny Bravo's cheating. Um, Johnny Bravo better be careful or he's going to get shot again in two times in two years. Um, <laughs> he's he's going to get shot again. Um, but I, I think this stuff is great, man. I, I love it. I love the fact that they're keeping people on TV. Ace Austin, as you can see in the picture, was there. Um, they had Rohit there. So it kind of seems like the people that may not be necessarily involved in the storyline are getting put in this. And I, and I think it's great. And, and you know, that, that same article on Bleacher said that other people should look at this. And, like, companies like WWE and AEW should take a good look at the way that, that Impact does promos. That's saying something. That's really saying something. And, you know, I think people need to pay more attention to the way they do promos and use more people th in certain other ways. But I, 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 dude, I love this stuff, Jeff. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I love there's, there's a time and a place for your serious wrestling Yep. for your matches, your serious promos. I mean, heck, that's the beauty of impact. You got this moment, but you also got Sammy freaking Callahan destroying Trey mm. Bell's, uh school. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that like that's the kind of thing. Everything can exist on one show. It just all mat. It is all comes down to how do you weave it together, and you just make things make sense. And that's what Impact does so well. But I gotta say this. Swingers Palace. They actually have the shirt now. It's up for sale. So that's awesome. If you want to get that shirt, get it. Um, but I got to give a shout out to him naming his uh, his female friends the Swingerellas. Oh, the Robert Palmer girls. Yeah, I, <laughs> love it. He's just listen. I love Johnny Swinger. Every every roster has a Johnny Swinger on it. It all depends on how you use that person in your company. WWE should absolutely do some more stuff like this. I'd like to see more companies do things like this. AEW, you know, they do some good stuff with promos. I want to see some more of it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're a shining example that you don't have to force comedy. It can just happen organically if you have the right people included.
Yep. And as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, uh, or last week, I'm sorry, when question mark passed away, there's another great, you know, that was all, that was all promos that was done by NWA. And that's what got that character to where he was. And if you guys choose to watch NWA, you'll see this kind of thing happen there. Cause they do a ton of promos. Some of it is humor. Some of it, not so much where you got Nick Aldis screaming at the fans saying they're all a bunch of, of lazy slobs. Um, so either one, but they do a lot of promos promos and and you know you're gonna see some good stuff coming out of that too so uh yeah i i again i love this stuff and this is that like i said this will be the place where kind of get it warmed up for jesse at the end uh we'll talk a little bit about what we saw that might have been funny and we get this stuff guys you get the whole thing with nia jacks you get things that happen that are just really humorous uh in these wrestling shows and we will spotlight one of them every week in this spot so all right cool uh jesse you're up uh, again, I know we kept you a while. Uh, I apologize for being longer. Um, like I said, we did have things to go through, uh, a lot of things that came up, um, and, of course, a lot of stuff that came from Wednesday. We don't a lot of times get a lot of headlining things to come off of the Wednesday shows, um, but every now and then it's it's big stuff. And heading into that pay-per-view on Sunday with AEW, um, of course, we wanted to talk about who these uh, people are going to be that show up on the show. So, all right. Uh, Jesse, I think she is in the chat. So you are good to go, Jesse, whenever you are ready to rock and roll. In the meantime, um, if you have not done so already and you're new to the channel, first of all, welcome. Secondly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button before you leave. Um, and also please hit the like button on the stream as well. Um, that would be really awesome of you to do that. Uh, also, if you choose to hit our notifications to make sure you get notified, about when we will be on and when we have things going on. Um, make sure that you check out Tazzy streams, uh, obviously, as well. Um, next, uh, tomorrow night. Oh, goodness gracious, it's already Friday. Um, and then the next time we will see you will be Monday uh, for uh, Abby's Window. So we'll be back on Monday with Abby's. Don't forget, guys, a couple things. Let me just remind you. One, go and vote on our poll about um, about. Uh, NWA. Please make sure you vote on that poll. Let us know if you are interested in maybe having a stream for NWA. Also, don't forget about the anniversary show. That's coming up March 18th. It's going to get here quickly. Uh, so make sure you remember that. Um, we're going to try to get the whole gang together. We've got some people already coming over. Kyle Scarborough will be joining us a little bit uh, for as long as he can hang out. We're trying to get some other people to come back that we talked to in the past. Gary Cassidy is going to have a little something for the show as well. So um, make sure that you are prepared for that. That will be the 18th. That is the that is in place of the podcast. We'll be having our one-year anniversary show uh sapphire saying her top three mustafa ali wins alexa bliss and bobby wins very cool everybody's stuff is different and everybody enjoys something so that's awesome 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 all right jesse saying i stopped in the middle of the back road <laughs> oh god don't well, end up being like right turn or something like that good lord jesse we may never see you again wrong uh, turn, right wrong turn wrong turn yeah don't don't do that don't do that uh, I have four. All right. Go to it, Jesse. Here we go. Number one. My therapist told me that time heals all wounds, so I stabbed him. Now we wait. <laughs> nice. 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 Good start. Good start. Good start. You're starting out like an impact show. You're coming out, coming out swinging. I like it. I like it. Oh, of course, we all appreciate Jesse doing that. Oh, Butter Spark, one of my favorite slasher yeah. movies. One of my favorite slasher movies, Candy Cane. 
Karen DeCane from Joyride. Yes, that's a great movie, dude. I love the first one. The sequels, not so much. Yeah. Uh, but but they, the first one was good. Liked it. Liked it. I've uh, got it. Brian. Be, so. uh, Criminal Jesse, no shocks to see. Uh, number two. I've spent the last four years looking for my ex's killer, but no one will do it. Uh, These are dark. <laughs> they are. A little dark for Jesse tonight, yeah? Yeah, a little dark. A little dark. What are some other movies about getting stuff? How about The Hitcher? Remember The Hitcher, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic movie. Classic film. Dark humor. I could see, yeah. Jesse says they're all dark humor. They are. We talked about murder, so there you go. They're all dead. I think Jesse. I think uh, Jesse was in from your podcast too, wasn't she? Yeah. Was she in the chat? Yeah. yeah. We've got an episode dropping tomorrow. We break down us. Oh, uh, nice, good movie. Yeah, check that out. Movies good movie. Good Yeah, check that out, guys. Um, and if you're an '80s fan, come and check out my uh, my '80s podcast as well. Last night we talked about remakes. God knows we have enough of those. Uh, my number one, Nathan says, is Strong versus Balor. It was a great match. Mm -hmm. NXT had some good stuff. Uh, Jesse says, dark humor makes the world go round. Yes. <laughs> we got number three on the screen. Number three. It's not the fall that kills you. It's the sudden stop at the end. Oh, nice. <laughs> Jesse's dark tonight? Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. dark. Okay, a little dark. Big Dan was watching the movie The Car. Oh, Car. The Car. love that film. Love it. Love it. Love it. Josh Brolin's, was it his, was it his dad was in that movie? Yeah. Uh, the Josh Brolin that played Thanos, of course, his father, I think, was the uh was the main character in that film. Um yep. yeah, I, I love that movie. It was like it was like Jaws in car form. That's how I described that movie, but I love that movie. Um, see wrestling's a hater. <laughs> um, yeah, third yeah. has oh, see wrestling. Third has me yawning. One more, one more, so I can fall asleep. To see oh, James Brolin, yes, Buttersmart. Thank you, Children of the Corn. All right, here comes number four. Last one. Apparently, I snore so loudly that it scares everyone in the car I'm driving. Oh no, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good oh nice well Jesse thank you very much for doing that I know Jesse's driving home uh, so we appreciate you stopping your car uh, and uh, and getting us some humor before we leave for the night so there you go see is fast asleep apparently um, alright guys well that's it uh, long show again I, I know we kept you later than normal uh, long show tonight but we just had a lot a lot of stuff to cover we appreciate you being here with us tonight as always really really uh, appreciate that you come out uh, appreciate you staying longer and always appreciate when you come and you take some time out of your life to listen to us um, uh, enjoy the rest of your week obviously like I said check out Tazzy stream tomorrow have fun watching Smackdown and 
And uh, for those of you who are going to check out the AEW pay-per-view on Sunday, enjoy it. However you choose to do that, whether you choose to go sit in theater and watch it or whether you're going to watch it from home, enjoy it and uh, enjoy the surprises that you're going to get because that's always fun when that kind of stuff happens in wrestling. And I'm sure Jeff and I will be back to talk all about it uh, next week. We will talk all about what happened and who that big surprise was or who those people were. And we'll, and we'll see you for that as well. So again, make sure you join us next week, obviously Monday for Abby's window, Tuesday for impact wrestling, which is a go home show. And then of course, Thursday night will be our podcast. And the next Saturday we have got another impact pay-per-view on Saturday night, which is going to be amazing. The card already is stacked. They didn't even announce all the matches yet. So we will be back with you next Saturday for that. Guys, that is it. I hope, as always, you stay safe. Have a great rest of your night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the wrestling. Enjoy Friday night. Enjoy Sunday night. And we hope we will see you all for our next show. Guys, take care. And I'll see you soon. And Jeff will see you soon as well. Good night, everybody. <laughs>